weekend. Um, no, I really didn't do anything. Um, Wednesday was my friend's birthday, so we went out to dinner. Um, yeah, no, Saturday, Sunday, I pretty much stayed in the house. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Saturday, we went out to eat at this restaurant called Crafted. Uh, craft apostrophe D, right? <clears throat> I've been wanting to go to this restaurant for a while, and they have one in Plainfield, which is about 20 30 minutes. And they finally put one in, not finally, but I learned there's one in Yorkville, which is like 10 minutes away from me. So we went up there, and it was good. The food was good. They gave you a lot of food, uh, on top of that. That's the best. Um, because we ordered these nachos for an appetizer, right? And the lady was like, I'm just letting you know that the nachos feed four to six. It was like, that's that's fine. Because they weren't that expensive. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, of course, we can box it, take it home. And I ended up having a chicken sandwich. Sarah had a Reuben because she likes Reubens. She's a Reuben. I'm and- like, people eat Reubens, huh? My mama loves Reubens, too. <laughs> so uh, that's how I've, I think I learned about them when I was younger. Because my mama is a big fan of sauerkraut. And I remember she tried to cook it, and that stuff stinks like chitlins. But Oh, does it? Yeah, sauerkraut doesn't smell good. Um, I don't think I've ever actually had sauerkraut. When you're cooking it, it's, I don't think it has a smell. You put it like on a, a, like on a, sausage. a sausage or something like that, because I think they come on sausages and Rubens. Nah, but when you're cooking it, it didn't smell well. And I don't think I've actually ever had a Reuben. Never had corned beef? Well, I don't think, I, like, the, technically the sound. Reuben is a grilled sandwich featuring corned beef on rye bread. Mm-hmm. Jewish-style delicacy season. But it's, <laughs> it combines meat and cheese. That's it. And sauerkraut, I guess. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, and sometimes styles and island dresser? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can oh. either, it's on there or you could dip it. I mean, yeah. that doesn't sound horrible, but I'm not a big corned beef person anyways. That's probably why I never got it. So yeah. I'm not a fan of corned beef. She is a, a Reuben person. She is a Philly person. She I've never been to Philadelphia, but she loved whatever Philly cheesesteak a restaurant. Has she had an authentic one or she just had the ones here? Only one here. No, she's never. And I was like, you're probably going to love that when you go to Philly. I had an authentic one. That's why I'm asking. And I think I like ours better. Yeah, you know why? Because I think. But that might be biased because we grew up on ours. But. I think because she's probably going to be in a shock with the cheese whiz and stuff like that. that they, and the, they, like, so did I, t- I think I told this story on here, but I went to I went to Philly and had a cheesesteak and I went to the the place that's in Creed, in the movie Creed. That's the place I went to. Okay. And so I'm standing around and the person I went with don't like eat meat for real. So they couldn't even help me <laughs> put a Philly steak together because they like they don't eat it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just standing in this shop. Um, kind of listening to how everybody else order their food so I can be like is that the technical Philly way of ordering it you know and then they started talking about cheese whiz and ketchup and I was like on us Philly I was so disturbed <laughs> and so I was like I don't think I'm gonna like this so, and they're not the cheapest but they're huge right like yeah 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 like a half is like a foot long for us like and that's i forgot how much it was maybe it was like 14 dollars or something like that and that's for the half so i'm like listen to everybody or they like salt pepper cheese whiz ketchup pep like and i'm like what where is the where is the mayo and the mustard not the mustard and the uh I need. I know they usually don't have like lettuce and stuff on there but you know that's how they make ours here so i was like um I'm going to do the regular cheese. I think they had like provolone or something. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do that cheese with, I guess, salt and pepper and <laughs> the hot peppers. And yeah, they like no ketchup, no cheese. With. I'm like, that, that does not sound appetizing to me. Like, yeah, I I see, well, yeah. I'm going to be mad. I eat it and I don't like it. But I yeah. will say the meat was flavored well, and the mix of that meat with the peppers was really mm-hmm. good. But I could, if that meat and our them peppers was on, our sandwich, yeah. <laughs> if I if, if, uh, when we go, I go to Philly. Uh, I'll do the cheese whiz. I ain't doing ketchup. I was like, that don't feel like it should go on that sandwich. It's like somebody putting ketchup on like Italian cheese beef. Cheese whiz, though. See, I would just try to see how it works. I'm not how a biggest fan. 
Yeah, I'm and not I a big fan of cheese wings. I think back and I wonder if I could have put it like on half the sandwich and then still have like the the half of the half because yeah, it was yeah, a big yeah. ass sandwich. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could. I'll try it again one day. Yeah. Um, had ice cream. <laughs> now this restaurant, they switch up they ice cream flavors every month. And this month they had an ice cream sandwich. There was a bomb pop. It was a bomb pop ice cream sandwich. So y'all know how an ice cream sandwich has two chocolate size pieces. This is more like the texture and flavor of a a chocolate chip cookie. It was it was blonde, and then it had ice cream and it had this cherry syrup on top of it, and then um, these sprinkles. It really tastes like a bomb pop that you got from a pos- the the okay. ice cream truck, like the red, white, and blue one. It was good. The next morning. I was like, yo, I want to get some breakfast. And we got this little place, a place across the street called Niners. So we go there. And this is where my gripe comes in at. I need restaurants to stop playing fast and loose with chicken and waffles. I need them to come together and get us <laughs> clear-cut definition of what chicken and waffles is. Because <laughs> I believe, I think they got the waffle part down. I've never been to a place that didn't give you a Belgian waffle. But I've been to places that gave me a boneless chicken breast. I've been to places that gave me gave you chicken wings, chicken tenders. They didn't gave you a half chicken. <laughs> yeah. And then I've been, uh, and this one now to their credit and their defense, it said wings and waffles, but the picture had two full size wings. What I got was four Buffalo wings fried. I'm like, Oh, trash. This is what we doing. Why, is this, <laughs> why are we playing fast and loose with this? Why can we not come together? And say what this really it shouldn't be that hard i feel like you should get a full piece of chicken uh or at least two because i mean what's a leg gonna do unless it's a super huge leg or whatever but at least a breast put a breast on. it shouldn't be this difficult everybody want to claim chicken and waffles but i don't think everybody be having chicken and waffles for real for real chicken and tenders is not chicken and waffles uh it's not we still dealing with this heat and i you know what it's you, about to get hotter this is the thing, though. Usually we'll, we'll either equal opposites or we'll be on Love and Hip Hop and we'll be like, yo, this weather, this weather, this weather. And it'd be so specific. But we know y'all all hot because <laughs> it's hot everywhere. So y'all can, we can all. We can all live on this like, hotness. Yeah, I'm like, this, this hotness. So is- speaking of um, trying out restaurants, talk about today I didn't have to work. We'll talk about that off here. Uh, but today I didn't have to work. And, uh, I was like, what am I going to do with myself? And I get on TikTok. And TikTok, this, you know, they have restaurants that come on. So it's like, new restaurant located, you know, Chicago. And it happens to be 10 minutes from my house. Okay. And it's black owned. And it's it's a, like a brunch spot. And it was called Toastidious. And um, I was like, you know what? Let's go take ourselves to lunch or brunch. And so I got up, got dressed, and went over to this place. And... It was really nice. The decor was really nice. The food was pretty good. They had lobster devil eggs, which was amazing. Hold on now. <laughs> yeah, devil. yeah, they was on to something. I end up having like the steak skillet. It was okay. Um, but the grits, and I'm a big grits fan. The grits was a little different. It was not my favorite thing. Now it was um uh, I like creamy grits. And okay. It was not so creamy. All right. Okay. I had to add some butter. It started to help, but it, it, it was okay. They I, they were edible. They weren't disgusting. They just could have been better. But all in all, the ambiance was really nice. They played good R&B music the whole time. The the the, the looks is great. And everybody's food looked amazing. Like the other people who had like whatever food they was having, mm-hmm. I was looking at dishes come by. And I'm like, oh, that looked good too. So I will go back. I will recommend. They only open from 8 to 4. Um, Tuesday through Sunday, I believe, or seven to four, eight to four, something like that. I'm, yo, I think breakfast restaurants got to figure it out. I talked about this before, like that's. Listen, you know, don't they? They done by like three. <laughs> like, don't they? They was like, you come in for an early lunch, or you get yeah. here early for breakfast, and then we is out. We gonna leave it to all y'all other restaurants to cook dinner. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, between them and then the restaurants that don't open until about four or five, it's, we could we could work like that. I don't know if we need. I mean, uh, we could keep our Denny's and our IHOPs. That's cool, because um, they're about they're like twenty four hours depending on where you at. Because we have a do we have an IHOP? I think we the one on, by the mall is is twenty four hours. Speaking of the mall, 
I watched this video on YouTube about stores that disappeared from the mall that like no uh-huh. longer exist. It was uh-huh. so nostalgic. Cause the day before what stores was on there? Cause I could think of some. The day before, I brought up Kenny shoe stores to Sarah. I was like, "Do you remember Kenny shoe stores? We used to get our shoes there." Blah blah. And of course, that was like the third thing he brought up. Uh, the narrator brought up, but I didn't know that Foot Locker was a division of Kenny shoe stores, and like they I had spun them that. off. So Foot Locker still surviving. Kenny died a long time ago. Um, Limited Two was on there. Fashion Bug was Limited on there. Limited Two. Wet mm-hmm. Seal was on there. West Seal. Uh, I think they did take West Seal out, huh? Yeah, Structure was on there. Gazooks. I remember Gazooks. Oh, Gazooks. Okay. It was like a 13-minute video. He went through it. Bakers, because I used to work No, he didn't bring up they, Bakers. They shut them down. Mm-hmm. But, yo, it's, I don't... I forgot somebody had talked about how social media is kind of like the mall. I forgot what the difference was, but it was kind of... And I was like, yeah, the mall was our social network. We used to go to the mall, you'd see people. absolutely. And you had... And I was... As we get older and older, and this was not on the topic list at all, but I kind of miss going outside shopping. And I know that the the Sheehan's, the T-Moves, the... uh, What was the one before? Fashion Nova's. Those are huge, but I'm like... the Boohoo's. I miss that. Yo, Sheehan with this Rico charge. Yeah, we (laughs) Did we bring that... Did I mention that? I think I mentioned in passing, like in our outro. I was like, she understands, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's. Let me, t- let me tell you something. The way my cart's so full right now. You better get your shit before it's <laughs> over. <laughs> I had a birthday dress on there. I'm like, maybe I get this. I don't know. See, the, to me, like, all right. So, on they, they talked about Borders books and then uh, Walden books, right? There was nothing to replace that because Barnes and Nobles was still around, mm-hmm. so it didn't replace it. I feel like if she in, we're in this area. Like if she in disappears, something's going to replace it. Like, I mean, Timu already doing this yeah, thing. So I was like, mm, you ain't got really worry. Like this, something else is going to come up and snatch up all them designs. Uh, it's called. This is from the mall stores once loved and no one exi- that no longer exist. And just looking at the mall, I'm like, the mall was the spot. I used to, like that. I looked forward to the weekends just to go to the mall to hang out and see who you see at the mall. Even though I rarely saw any of my friends at the mall, I just saw other kids. Because for those of y'all who are not familiar with this area, Aurora uh, had the largest mall in our area. The other one, but like Joliet has one, but it's only one floor in this mall. So sometimes Joliet people will come out here, Bolingbroke, Plainfield. Oswego, Montgomery, Aurora, West Aurora, not West Aurora, West, North Aurora is the other city, Batavia, St. Charles, Naperville, all those, and there's like a million people in that, all those suburbs. So the mall was always busy and it was always packed. When we got the food court, oh, they brought up Sam Goody. And just, uh, here's, Sam Goody. here's the thing too, when they brought up Sam Goody, it unlocks memories. I didn't go to, I didn't go to the, get my music at Sam Goody because the mall was kind of far just to go all the way out there. I can go to the West side of Aurora and go to, uh, shit, where did I get the black album? Not the black album, the dynasty album. I can't remember. I just know it's in Northgate Plaza. Right. Um, but I would, when we were at the mall, I definitely stepped, stopped in the Sam Goody store because I wanted to see albums that were out and they had the billboard charts list up there. So I could look at the list and see like, oh, this song is going up, this song going up. I mean, when Jay-Z had the black phone, you can get the black phone at Sam Goody. I never bought that phone, okay. thank God. But we had that. And then we had FYE in the food court in that area. And it's like all those memories. And like we can't even, how do you explain the mall to a kid now? How do you explain it to them? To be like, there was this big store that we all I mean, went to. still exists. But not in the same, um, they exist, but trying to capture the feeling. It's like trying to tell a kid, like, yo, we used to have to go out and get our music. Why? Well, we didn't have no other way. You And then try to explain, like, we missed that. Like, why do y'all miss? It's easier, right? I'm like, no, but you had to make a decision. Like, you had to, like, now, I would, like, uh, today, for instance, the new Travis Scott dropped. He has a song with The Weeknd and uh, Bad Bunny. Uh, ASAP Rocky has a new song produced by Pharrell. Uh, Nas Magic 2 dropped. If I was going to a store... I would have had options. I could have had the, you know, if I wanted a couple of singles or do I want this magic too? Or obviously I probably would have bought Nas's album and recorded the other two off the radio because they're going to be on the radio because I had a cassette player. But you ain't got to do that now. I listen to all of them on my day at work today. I'm like, all right, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, pretty much. 
<sighs> but yeah, I missed I missed them all. And, I'm, and I don't know if we're ever going to get the mall to be the mall again. I don't know if the mall needs to be the mall again. But it's weird because um, I'm so familiar with my mall that I remember what's missing. Like, there's no Sears yeah. anymore. And there's yeah. no um, Carson Perry Scott. And I was like, what's the other anchor store? And it's just empty there. Because those anchor yeah. stores are so big, you can't just yeah, have something. You yep, exactly. <sighs> And that's the day, like, damn, the death. Like, just seeing the corpse there, like, oh, this is what Sears. I remember walking into here. But especially when I worked at Sears, I would go into the electronics, because I lived in either Juliet or Aurora, but at this time, I was living back in Aurora. I would go in and be like, yo, I'll be the one calling y'all, asking y'all. They'll be like, that's you? I'm like, yes. Can y'all pick up the phone? Can y'all do better at this job, whatever? But no, nope, that shit did. <coughs> All right. So I have two hundred and sixty-six dollars worth of items in oh. my <laughs> cart. <laughs> That's like a year's worth of clothes or something like that. No, because I'm a variety person. Like I got some tops, some dress, but I got some accessories, so some jewelry, some purses, some shoes, some bracelets. You know, gotta put it all together. Um, but I'm like, I feel like I should order this. <laughs> Has have they? Mm. No, they probably, yeah, well, I wonder if they have made a statement of what they can and can't say, because obviously they can't, you know, if it's an ongoing investigation, they can't be like, we're going to be all right. But can they say, hey, don't worry what, you know, your orders will be fulfilled. Can they say that? No. Um, I mean, they're not stopping you from placing orders. So I assume <laughs> they like, girl, go ahead and order what you're going to order. Um, my homegirl needed to return some stuff. So she went in to return some items and you know usually if you do a return they give, they give you like the packing slip or the qr thing to like download right mm-hmm. and so she went in there and they was like um at this time like we get that you're going to return it but like they didn't send the packing so they was like you can keep the item we will refund you anyway oh this, I was this, like, this is perfect what? time oh you need to, you should have been ordered and be like yo so yeah this didn't fit and they'd be all like, this shit back <laughs> they'd be like, don't worry about it just keep it man you got it all right Phone going off. Uh, my alarm. Oh, <laughs> get up from your nap. You ready to talk? No, about that's it? me going to the gym that I don't go to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had to set for five o'clock on a Friday, though. Oh, well, yeah, because we don't really record. I didn't Friday. have practice yeah. on Fridays, and I yeah. All right, let's talk about Carly Russell, the twenty-five-year-old woman who went missing last week. July 13th, I believe, from, I should have wrote down the city. It's in Alabama. It's West something, like West Alpson or West Alpson or whatever it is. Um, This story gave me hope. And then kind of like, it kind of diminished a little bit. Just a little, not not for like society, but just how people's perception of it. Because when she went missing, and this is how invested I was in this story. When she went missing, I saw so many people gather around from all the social networks. I'm talking spill threads, Twitter, whatever I can, I check in on too. And like, yo, we need to go find her, blah, blah, because we understand that when women of color, specifically black women go missing, you know, they be gone and nobody seems to care. So we was like, you got to, and the investment came from when the story came out that she was found. Just on just a little bit of this. I was on, I think I was on my flipboard and just going through stories. And I refused to click on a picture, uh, p- click on an article that says she was found because they use a bogus picture. And I'm like, I have seen beautiful pictures of this woman. Y'all are not about to put this bogus ass picture. I'm not giving y'all these clicks. I'm gonna find another article that has a nice picture of her because y'all don't have to do this. So she was reported missing after calling 911 to report a toddler walking alongside an interstate. And the authorities have found her vehicle belonging to Russell and some of the possessions shortly after 9.30 p.m. on Thursday. She also called a family member to report that she had seen a toddler on the interstate and went missing during the conversation. And I remember when I first read the story that they said the family member didn't hear a child at all or whatever. According to her, when she spoke to police, she said that uh, some guy jumped out of a tree and had said he was going to help the kid, but she snatched her up. And the last thing, you know, next thing she knows, she was an 18-wheeler. 
and she said it was a guy with orange hair who with a bald spot and there was a woman but she never seen the woman but the woman played with the hair right um and I said, and I, I wrote this, police could find neither her nor any child after the call to 911. Quote, a single witness has reported possibly seeing a gray vehicle with a light-complected male standing outside of Carly's vehicle. But we have no further information on that individual or the vehicle at this time, Lieutenant Daniel Lowe said. So she was found about 10.45 p.m. after missing for 49 hours. Um... After someone called 911 to report her return home after nearly two days in the hair, headlines and hair about. So I watched this conference and kudos to, I mean, because Alabama's Alabama. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And you be, you be, uh, you be like, golly. But I felt like the little chief of the chief. The chief of police, I don't want to say like, little, he was all cute. No, nah, he did a good job <laughs> of relaying the information. Cause you know, you're like, that's your little friend. I wasn't trying to be right, the, right. Um, and then they, I think one of the reporters even asked, like, yo, does this going to diminish y'all from, you know, if this happens again? He said, no, that's this is our job, blah, blah. She did have a small injury on her lip and her head was hurting. She was abducted. She already talked about that. She managed to escape the next day somewhere in West Hoover. Maybe that's what I meant. Uh, and made it home on foot. But this young lady did not do. She they 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 released her Google search. This is so important, y'all. This is why y'all should be watching SVU or some shit. Cause <laughs> watch it for watch it watch these crime shows to realize like oh you probably not gonna get away with a lot of shit. And look at it from that perspective, because I know the crime shows have done damage to juries. Because uh-huh. jurors be like, how come they ain't got the forensics? And I'm like, fam, every case don't have that. That's just that's your show. That's not the real life. So on July 11th, she searched for, do you uh, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? That's okay. Uh, July 13th, she won the one way bus. She uh, searched a one way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville. If this was a week before that, you could have thought she was gonna go see Beyonce because Beyonce was True. in Nashville like <laughs> a week or so ago. Uh, this is the one that was the most damaging to me. Maybe this one or the next one. How to take money from a cash register without getting caught. Mm. I'm rubbing my... Why would you Google that? And then she had either Googled or she talked about her favorite movie being taken. And she also asked, what's the maximum age of an Amber Alert? Uh-huh. And they and this is where I give them the kudos because not only did he say that's not going to diminish us. Now he could be saying anything, but he answered that correctly. But he said, yo, we did a phone search. I think it was a phone search. He was like, they had a lot of other info in there that was pertinent to this case. But out of respect for her and her family, we are not going to release that. So it might be some mental health situation. It might be something else. But it looked as if they was like, listen, we want to talk to her again, but now she ain't cooperating. Right. So my thoughts before you jump in this, I don't think she thought this was going to be as big as it was going to be. And I thought she thought maybe she thought that she could just disappear and nobody was going to say anything. Um, But she messed up. If this is all a lie, which it looks like it is. She messed up by picking an interstate that was busy. She messed up. Oh, I didn't even put in the part that she stole stuff. They had her on camera, like walking out from her job with a robe and some toilet paper and stuff. Like it just looked bad. Like, what are you doing? Um, But this... And then now you get the people like, see, now they're not going to believe us when they should have. That, that, listen, that's on them. That's, and it, I, I'm not going to blame her for this at all. Like the police should be the policing. We pay them to do this. We don't give like, well, exactly. you're going to miss it and you black. You know, they ain't going to look for us. And now it's going to be even worse. What did you what did you think about this Carly Russell situation? Story? I, this is the most. I, these are details right here because I ain't looking up. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. All I did was, I'm glad everybody was talking about Carly Russell and the girl who was gone missing. And I was like, damn, I hope they found her. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, it was Carly Russell turning into a juicy smell. Yay. And I was like, well, she, what she lie about? And I didn't click on nothing because it was just everywhere. And I was like, well, you know, sometimes when things is everywhere, you don't want to invest in it. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So I just never clicked those. I didn't even know like exactly what she had lied about, but I did start hearing like her searching, like what she was searching for, and I was like, "Mama set herself up." I don't, yeah. I don't understand. I don't get it. And also, the other thing was, 
the interstate she picked for a child to be walking was too busy. They were like, nobody else saw this child. So how did you see this Somebody else would have seen the child. It'd be like me saying, yo, there's a child walking on I-88. But I'm the only person that saw the child on I-88. Like, you know how busy, for y'all to know, I-88 connects like Aurora, the the west suburbs to Chicago. We could take I-88 into Chicago. No way that they would have seen that. You have a better chance maybe on I-55, I-57, but you got to be in southern Illinois for that part where you were like, oh, I guess you can get away with this. She didn't think it through. If she lied, I thought her boyfriend did a disservice because he had jumped out there as soon as she had got home, was like, yo, she's been fighting for her life. And I said, don't say, yo, to me, I don't know if my woman lied or not. And if she did lie, guess what I'm not going to do? Help her with the lie. I'm going to put out there, if I got to put out anything, I'm glad she's back home with me. You know, I'm happy yeah. that she's safe. And that's it. Ain't putting nothing else out there. <sighs> but, yeah, I mean, that was the news for the week because... We did, I'm not we, but there was this was the story like how uh, the submersible was a story. Like we nobody talked about anything else, but it's so crazy how these things just be happening for like a week. Yeah, it's just 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 a week. You know what I haven't dived into, and we ain't talked about either on uh, here. Um, the Canadian wildfires. What's going on? Like at first when it, it happened, it was the East Coast, like the New York Jersey area was getting smoke. And then a couple of weeks ago, maybe end of June, maybe even further that, we had a week of smoke. And I'm like, how did they get all the way over here? And then I think a couple of, two or three days ago, we had it again. It was last week where we had smoke. And I've, I've never seen, this is what confuses me, because we live in America. We're, we get, we're used to wildfires, but they don't get this far because they're in California. Yeah. <coughs> and yeah. I, can, I can see like Las Vegas, Nevada getting it. But, how we you, was getting smoked. I was like, yeah, I'm like, how, what is going on and why can't it get put, you know, put out? Again, I didn't look in this. I'm not like, they should be doing their job. I'm, I have these questions like, yo, what is, how does this work? Like a month of fires? Is this the oh, average yeah. time that a wildfire goes off? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the wildfires be lasting for a long time and like Cali too sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah. <sighs> Canadian wildfires hit indigenous. Yeah, they're still going. This is one day ago. Charlotte. Now, here it goes. Charlotte air quality among the worst in the country now is Canadian. I got down to Charlotte? Like, how does this work? <laughs> this is... How is it coming and going? <laughs> That's what he has a question. I mean, I guess the weather be weathering. <clears throat> like, the weather, wind gets it out of here. Like, you ain't supposed to be here. But Nobody's I, supposed to be here. No, I was thinking about Deborah Cox the other day. She's Canadian, too. Wait, no, is that she Tim- is Canadian. It is Deborah Cox. No, that, I, I, think it's the, I think it's Deborah Cox. Okay, Deborah Cox. Well, has- while you was talking about that girl, I wanted to. I was over here pulling up the info from that Rudy Ferrarius, Farius. Yeah. <clears throat> the case I was telling you about. And apparently, as of right now, they wasn't pressing charges on the mom. They said that they didn't have any. Like the boy said, his mom never sexually abused him. They didn't have any facts to say that he did. Um, and because he was technically, I guess, like seventeen, which made him an adult when he went "quote unquote" missing, um, ain't shit they can really do. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I forgot too. <laughs> I did hear a little bit about these fires that. Um, U.S. has already run out of firefighters to give them, and now they got to go across the Atlantic. Look at me. I remember which C is over there. And which, Deborah oh, Cox is Canadian. Yeah. So, because, oh, yeah. It's, uh, Born and raised in Toronto. Yeah. I, I looked her up the other day. I was like, oh, she got married and everything. I was, oh, because I've been working on my R&B collection. I was like, why was I looking up Deborah Cox? What was I doing? Even though I had the Deborah Cox albums or whatever. Uh, yeah, so that so Canada got to go get firefighters from all over the world or whatever. And then, but but on Deborah Cox, so Deborah Cox had you're not supposed to be here, right? And then Tamia uh-huh. had Stranger in my house. Uh huh. Didn't notice. I never. Well, how how close were those songs together? Like, <laughs> were they were they around each other? Were they close at all? Why? Why is that the question? I'm sure because yo, because I'm like they were kind of similar. Nobody's supposed to be here, and then there's a stranger in my house, even though the stranger was her all along. <coughs> Wasn't that the twist of the song? I think that was <laughs> that was it. 
stranger in my house. I like the fact that um both of them still in their long last relationships because I think Deborah Cox had married her high school sweetheart, and to me, it been with Grand Hill forever. Forever, ever. <laughs> Don't you like when nobody's supposed to be here? Came out in '98, and this was stranger in my house was 2000. Oh, two years. Oh, okay. nah. That's close, but not close <clears> enough. <throat> Is it critics compared the song to the material of Tony Braxton from whom the song was initially written for? Which one? Uh, Stranger in My House. I can see that, actually. I can too, but I like that Tamia has it. I do like that Tamia has it because I think it'll have a completely different feel. Because, you know, uh, Tony stay in that lower range, mm-hmm. and I just can't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can deal that whole song in a low range. <laughs> yeah, because when you get to the climax of the song, it's great that she yeah. raises it up. And then we'll yeah. And maybe, it would, I mean, uh, not that we know that Tony can't sing up, but I just think she's comfortable in that low range. So, I don't know, that'd have been a different vibe to the song. That'd have been a different vibe. Okay. I came across this article. And I don't know. I wasn't shocked, but I, but I think the, the result of it was it was about Tinder, and I forgot the publication that did this. But half of Tinder users' surveys said they are not actually looking for dates. Of the They're looking one, for fucks. Uh, listen, it goes gets better. Of the <laughs> one thousand three hundred eighty-seven people surveyed, sixty-five percent said that they were already in relationships. Some are even married. So after that thought, I thought uh, after that reading that, I was thinking, oh yeah, because you know Ashley Madison isn't doing business, so these people got to go somewhere to cheat, like you know, like you said. But no, it said many people turn to Tinder for entertainment or for the lift in self-esteem that comes from matching with others. And this is some fucked up shit because I wouldn't, and I, I maybe I'm at a different stage in my life, but. I would not go somewhere back in the day that I knew single women were going to be there, chat them up, listen to them, have a good time, make them laugh. And knowing good, well, I can't take things any further, but they might want to. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to nobody. And of course, the people who are on Tinder looking for dates and love are not happy about that situation because you think you met somebody. And then realize, oh, this person is never, we're never going to go further than either a conversation or hire by whatever. Um, also, here's the thing, though, I thought about. For the people who are there for entertainment, for the people who are there to get their ego stroked, but are in relationships, aren't you worried about getting caught? Like, that would be my number one situation of, yo, I'm never going to cheat. I'm never going to do this. But I'm trying to, oh, shit, I would have matched with her. Okay, cool. I'm afraid that somebody be like, I saw you on Tinder. Does Sarah know you on Tinder? Yeah, but look, she don't, but I'm not doing it. I, I got to explain that to people. I'm, no, I'm not doing it on that. Uh, it also says the people who use Tinder for reasons other than romance, however, also don't end up being happy with the arrangement, according to the study. So what are y'all doing? No, right. Nobody's happy on this <laughs> app? <laughs> Apparently not. And then I came across this Tinder date, allegedly. Um, this was on our Tinder, which is on Reddit. Uh, this guy, Vince, Vance, shared his experience. And I want to get your thoughts on this part. So he, he posted his text message. He said, hey, this is Vance. Oh, this, this is just a message. I don't know if this was texting that. She said, hi. He said, hope you had a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I, she and I should say hi with the smiley face with the rosy cheeks uh, hope you had a good di- day I'm excited for tomorrow I can pick you up but if you're not comfortable with that we can just meet there I don't know why but I'm feeling like getting some ice cream in this hot weather he put the sweating emoji with the tongue out and the little sweat dripping lol she replied sorry if this may come off as rude but I don't do ice cream dates I'm a 26 year old woman and I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that seems like the absolute bare minimum for me. Meeting up will be a waste of both of our times since we probably don't have the same vibe. Best wishes. He wrote cool with the sunglass emoji. What do you think about this? <laughs> he dodged a bullet because bitch wet. I think so too. Cause he didn't think say What's the whole wrong day. With the ice cream date. That? I like ice cream. 
that's the key though. But also, the it's rare if y'all are feeling each other. An ice cream date could be just an ice cream date if y'all not feeling each other, which is no skin off your back, just like what you did right. now. She just vamped out, but. It also can be, we started with ice cream, we walked and talked, then we went and got dinner. Yep, yep. What are we doing? Because, like, I was talking to, um, I was talking to one of my friends, and he was talking about, like, he hating the dating scene, and he was like, some women is just, like, expect so much, and he was like, it's crazy that I'm supposed to take you out on some $300 date, (laughs) and it's our first date. Like to go out, like their very first day. I'm he was like, I'm trying to get to know you, like see what the vibe is like in person. You think I'm supposed to go spend three hundred dollars on that? He like, I'm not doing it. And I was like, Yeah, you shouldn't. Shit, the fuck. Here's what I want to know. I would like to know what these women, like, what does the three hundred dollars entail? Is it dinner? Is three hundred dollars? Then I'm like, I mean, the price at these dinners nowadays, these restaurants is charging. Oh yeah, they are. Shit. But I'm like, fam, I'm not going three hundred dollars is some groceries for a first date too. Like, can we? Can I be our anniversary? Can I be our one year anniversary? Why are we going? Where are we going? I'm like, where do you like to eat? And if she says something that's three, I'm like, where are we? Because uh, I could see maybe drinks getting that high, depending on the situation. But no, nah, first date. Then here's the thing too. I don't understand about that. Now I get a woman or a guy, whoever is thinking to themselves, I want to see if you're invested in this situation, you know, or I want to see where you at financially. Like that's a way around it. But what are we working up to? It's now on the anniversary. I can take you to a thousand dollar date. What are we doing here? Listen, listen, I mean, I'm not going to take you to McDonald's, but there's some nice restaurants in between. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with an ice cream date though. Like I'm behooved. You would th- you want something with less with, with the pressure off? A three hundred dollar yeah. day come with some pressure. Like the conversation got to match this this meal ticket we about to do, we got to get into. We can't sit here quiet eating our steak and lobster while you drinking. And you know, it's not. Uh, it's just it's not a lot. And it's to me, I feel like some of the smaller dates be a little bit more special than the big old dates sometimes. <sighs> I, I agree with you. And I think I always I think everybody does dinner in a movie or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody's gonna do a picnic. And nobody's like, let's go get some ice cream and walk the beach. Nobody like to me, like, oh, okay. You not doing all this to actually like to be like impressive and woo me over with what you got or what you can do. It's more like you really trying to get to know me. And so yeah. You would think that. But maybe these women are different. Maybe they're like, no, you need to impress me. Maybe that's their mindset and why they want a $300 date. But I'm like, Kim, listen, here's the thing. I have been blessed, fortunate to date women who respected me enough. Like, I've dated women who, like, don't worry, I'll leave the tip. I've dated women. I I don't Uh think I've dated, I've ever dated a woman, and this is the God honest truth, that we went on a date and this is, we're not in boyfriend-girlfriend mode, and they didn't ask if they can get a drink. Like, they, I was like, yeah, you, that's cool. Because they were just, because they understood, one, I don't drink. So, you don't drink, so, yeah. so they was just like, is it cool? Because the drinks be 9, 10, 15. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, did I ever tell y'all about this story about the Vic? You remember the Vic? Where yes. you used to have amateur nights and stuff like that, like that? Okay. Vaguely. So this is 2010, 2000. Yeah, it had to be like summer 2010. We go to the Vic, me and my guys. Uh, this is when I'm still doing music or whatever. And we just checking out the vibe. We I think it was Mondays or Tuesdays. I can't remember what day I used to do it on. And we're out there and I run into a girl that I was talking to at the time. But we had fell off talking. And uh, I was like, oh, shoot, you here, blah, blah. And we end up kicking it that whole night. And she was like, yo, could you give me a, is it fine if I get a drink? And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. So I go to the bar. And I give them my card, and they were like, yeah, if you're going to use your card, it got to be at least $30. And what she was drinking was like 5 or 10 bucks. So I said, cool. I went to my friends. I'm like, do y'all want to drink? Because I need to run. Oh, bet, bet. And they all drink, but I had to spend $30 for one. Yeah, that's trash. I was like, yeah, I don't even drink. But I made I made sure we paid that $30. You wasn't spend, I wasn't going to sit on that tab. Like uh, I was like, my friends were definitely like, oh, yeah, I'll get a drink. I'll get a drink. I'll get a drink. Um. Are you all caught up on Secret Invasion? Yes. Can I give you guys... I watched it last night. 
I was thinking about this as I watched this episode on Wednesday. I think everyone's more interested in Nick Fury on this show. And I think it's because Nick Fury, for the past some odd years, since 2008, has moved in the shadows, has been secretive and mysterious. And I felt like they should have kept him that way. Case in point, in the episode before last, Nick Fury and his wife, Priscilla slash Vera, have the conversation about her face and where she, uh-huh. why she picked it. I think that conversation would have been even better if she had it with somebody else. And then it was under our, we understood that Nick knows this story. Uh-huh. instead of him because it don't make sense that he learns it after 30 40 years of marriage or whatever because they got together in 95 so it's been almost 30 years it's 2023 i don't know what year it is in, in the marvel universe but it's I at think least like 25 yeah but i say it's at least 2023 so yeah so and then what was the and then the uh there was a point in this episode that bothered me where olivia coleman's character sonya is my favorite she's the british lady who be going around getting shit done oh she don't she listen mama don't play no games so at one point she buzz she busts into one of these dudes office and shoots him and when they try to shoot her she's like this dude's a scroll look he a scroll see and there's like oh you're right you're right he a scroll that's not who he's supposed to blah blah and then in that same episode we had nick fury with a gun to roadie and roadie said you got to prove i'm a scroll he could just shoot him and he shoot would turn into a scroll. Like, yeah, that's the same that's the same thing I said. I was like, just shoot him. What the, what the why does why do we care? And then I think it sucks because I think the other road he's still out there. Yeah, he obviously so, but you know yeah, now you're thinking, when did they switch? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm trying. I'm like, because you ain't been a scroll this whole time. No, no. And then what other thing that bothers me is Amelia Clark? Her name is Gaia. Yeah. All right. So Gaia gets killed two episodes ago and uh, by Gravik. But she gave herself the Super Scroll formula, so she was able to come back to life. Cool. Why are you still walking around with this face? Like, you cannot be your face. You would think at certain points she would turn it to somebody else. somebody else. So somebody, yeah. would, they still think you dead. Yeah. What is going on? Uh, but I did enjoy that um, Talos... Because <laughs> what is, his real name is like Talos, and then uh, Samuel Jackson is like I'm gonna just call him Talos, even though everybody else calls him Talos. He got his funeral scene; thought that was good. I enjoyed her and uh, Priscilla teaming up to take out Gravik's team. Um, all right, anything else? Rhodey is a scroll. Oh, the Avengers DNA. Goodness gracious. <laughs> This whole thing is because after the fight with Thanos, uh, Nick Fury had a team come clean up the battle site and all the blood and DNA was left there. And Gravik was part of that team. So that's why he wants to harvest so he can get everybody's powers. I'm like, all right, I guess. Um, maybe that's what he's going to tell her, Miss Marvel and um, the Marvels that, yo, I had your DNA. No, my bad. I could have put you at risk. But, um, I'm excited for this last episode and then we got to go like three months without Marvel. It's going to be a nice little till October. I'm going to say because the Marvels come out what? October, November. November? I think November. Loki is October. Um, Loki is October. You Like right, the end of October. Right. So yeah. What did you think about these past two episodes? You you enjoying it? You loving it? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying them. Um, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out if it's two Furies. I would have thought that till this episode where he went to the gravesite, like blah blah. And put on this eye patch. And yeah. First of all, why you got this big ass mausoleum? For and each thing got one item in it. We need but to have a discussion. The fact that the, the the one had he opened up the mausoleum, they had a case that <laughs> so he opened up a case with a case that had his eye patch in there. And he's like, yeah, I got to finish this fight. Yeah, and they put on the jacket and everything. You know what was sad? That whenever they flash back to 1995, Nick Fury, that I kind of lose, I can't suspend my disbelief all the way because Samuel L. Jackson walks like a 70-year-old. He doesn't walk like a 40-year-old or a 30-year-old, whatever he would have been at that time. I'm like, oh, you get around like an old man. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think they did an amazing job with the wife, though. 
when they uh when oh, they yeah. de-aged her. I was like, yeah. oh shoot. Did a great job. Uh do I have anything else? You how, oh, this blue and gold. Remember the blue and gold dress? Yes. Did you hear about the dude who did it? He who went viral because he showed his mother-in-law dress, and we all was like, I see blue. Somebody's like, I see white and gold, blah, blah, blah. Right. He is now accused of trying to murder his wife. Uh, according to ABC News 4, he's got he's is a Scotland too. Uh, he allegedly abused his wife Grace for over 10 years. During their time together, he tried to strangle her, pushed her against the wall, threatened to kill her, and put a knife towards her, according to court documents. What's your reason? I don't I don't know. I what? saw the dress was white and gold now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how I it think, worked, but yeah. I think people was just doing the most by trying to say it was blue. I, th- I can't remember. We, I think we was potting during that time. I don't even remember what... Uh, I think we color, was potting. Which color I saw. I can't remember. It was white and gold for me. I know I saw white and gold. I never saw the blue and black. Yeah, but you've seen it when they're together, right? When, that's it, when they people post it simultaneously. Yeah, you yeah, put the like side by side and you can see the white yeah. and gold and the blue and black. Um, But that's because you screenshotted it and, <laughs> and posted it like in blue form. There was so. a way... There was a reason why... Because we did another one white go uh there was another situation like that where you heard what you heard uh initial overnight uh, you seen what you saw oh scientific explanations it says there's no consistency on why dress elicits such discordant perceptions the neuroscientist ben bevel conway and jay neat believe that they uh believe they are a result of how human brain uh, perceives color and chromatic adaption, which, bl- which blows my mind because I don't know if you knew that if you read a lot of old literature from Greece, they didn't have a color for blue. And I believe I'm getting this right. So therefore they never saw blue, which is crazy to me. Like, wait a second. But I, I, I don't know what that means. Like, what did the sky look like to you guys? Right. I get not having a word for it. But does that mean the sky didn't look blue to you? The water didn't look blue to you because you didn't have a word for blue? I don't know. I got to look into yeah, that. That sounds foolish. Uh, this Real Housewives of Potomac fight. I know you saw it. Oops. Come on. Let's talk about it. Come on. I, I cover Potomac, so I had to bring this story out. I don't be covering nothing yeah. else. So over the weekend, footage of a brawl involving friends of Dr. I'm Wendy. I'm mad because I don't think it's going to be on the show. No, it's not. It's not. Wendy Osefo and Ashley Darby, Darby began circling the internet. Kiana, I believe I'm pronouncing her, Stewart, who's a friend of Wendy, and Deborah, who's a friend of Ashley. Now, I remember Deborah was the one saying Chris was coming at coming at her. Uh, Candace's uh, husband. With the, the eyebrows. So, yeah. The fight took place July 13th. The ladies were reportedly filming for season eight of the reality series. Darby and fellow Bravo star Giselle Bryant were reportedly hosting an event celebrating the launch of their new activewear line. While Kiana and Deborah started the fight, tensions were originally was originally between Deb and Candace. Uh, Candace was confronting Deb about what she had said about her husband. Uh, and Kiana walked up and got herself involved. So I saw the fight. I I was shocked when I saw it and didn't because I saw the video first before you got uh-huh. to know what the story was. And I said, "Oh, they're gonna get in trouble." Then I realized it was friends of friends. And like, mm. yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this." <laughs> sucks because well I think you know Kiana is supposed to be a new housewife I think yes so Bravo reportedly previously announced that Stewart will be making her debut on the show during season 8 of the series uh, additionally the source confirmed the incident ended with Stewart being taken to the hospital other angles show Real Housewives of Potomac stars such as Giselle Bryant and Mia Thornton seemingly taking part in the fight it's reported however that none of them were actually involved it was only trying to break things up Deborah posted mm-hmm. a picture of what she is claiming is Stewart's fake nail and she wrote the caption or whatever she wrote quote you left your nail in my your in my real ponytail that you unsuccessfully tried to rip out. Well, sorry, unsuccessfully could not rip out. That's not how you write that though. You can't say unsuccessfully could not. That means she did rip it out. You mean right. unsuccessfully could rip out? Let me know if you like it back. Now let someone leak the whole video because that floor was that floor work was something, wasn't it? Special K. P.S. Did you enjoy your ambulance ride? Ouch. 
So from the video, she told him talking to light. It looked like uh, Kiana was the one giving her the work, though. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, <laughs> but from what I gather, because I watched it a million times, obviously. Because at first I thought it was... Uh, I thought Ashley was Giselle. Like, it was just the way that the... Because the first footage was blurry. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what is going on? So apparently... Um, Deborah had been having smart remarks the whole night towards Candace. And then Candace finally approached her, I guess, to say something like, What would you say about my husband? type of stuff. Yeah. And then Deborah supposedly kind of threw a drink at Candace or was trying to do something to Candace, which is when Wendy and Kiana stepped in. Um, and then um, she went to like, I guess, because that's what Kiana stepped in. And then Candace turned around and picked up the bottle mm-hmm. and she was about to fling the bottle and Ashley stopped her like, wait a second. <laughs> Things are going too <laughs> which far. Is, yeah, which is crazy because it's Ashley. But like, I know that Ashley and Deborah is friends, but um, it was just Ashley being like, whoa, wait a minute, calm down, let's not do that. And so whoever was behind Candace kind of pulled her and then Kiana was giving Deborah the work. So I'm talking about wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And the only reason she failed is because one of Deborah people tried to pull Kiana down or something like that. Like she pulled her hair from the back and then they all went tumbling down on the ground and then they got them up. Like it didn't last that long. So I don't know what you're talking about the whole fight. That looked like the whole fight to me. And then I seen some little stuff afterwards where it looked like Mia was coming at Candace like you being unladylike or something. And I heard Candace say something like, well, she's acting like a wildebeest. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Karen was like, let me get up out of here because y'all know Auntie Karen don't be playing. Nope. But those are like the only people I heard any remarks from in that video. Um, so yeah, I don't, and I was like, I'm sad because I feel like they're probably not going to play this on the show. I can see them if bringing it up on the reunion yeah. because they weren't filming. But yeah, um, I guess. But supposedly they had said the cameras was done. Yeah, because they said they were done filming when the fight, but the fight took place after they were done filming. So I don't know if oh, the camera, like the cam- oh, okay, got did you. they wrap everything up and you can't plug because you, like you said, the fight looked like it was quick, so you can't get it. But somebody had their phone out. Uh, I guess Love and Hip Hop New York, not Love and Hip Hop New York, Real Housewives of New York is doing well or getting positive feedback. And somebody asked Andy Cohen if he uh, thinking about rebooting other cities. And he just put the little thinking emoji. Do you think any city... Well, you only watch Atlanta Potomac. So. I only watched <laughs> two. I couldn't tell you shit so about the a, rest of them. I think Potomac is too, still too young. I think Salt Lake is still too young. Miami just got rebooted when they was on a hiatus and came back and they're on Peacock. Uh, I could see New Jersey because they having issues. I could see Atlanta. And I know all this because I watch it here and there with Sarah. And people have been complaining about Atlanta this season. Uh, where did they just go to Spain? Or Portugal, 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 yeah, yeah. Portugal. Yeah, uh, I don't know enough about Beverly Hills and OC, and they barely be doing Dallas. That be showing up every every blue moon. I'm still upset that there's not a Chicago for nothing. Like there's no reality shows based <laughs> in Chicago. It's Just not. Shoot in the summer. Just shoot in the summer when it's nice yeah. out. Oh, yeah, I got some real. some good summer news. Summer fall. Shawnee. Sh- sorry, Shanice, you know, I love your smile. And her friend, Tracy Spencer, have reunited. So, uh, that, was I supposed to know that they weren't friends no more? No, this is what happened. So, and I don't think I brought this up. Remember when I was talking about, it was like maybe last year. I don't think it was early this year. I brought up Tracy Spencer because, again, I was doing R&B stuff. And I watched that episode of her on Family Matters. I don't know if I brought up the fact that she disappeared. It's not, not disappear like she's been missing. It's just she left she the limelight. Just, you don't know. Right. And I remember <clears throat> when I was doing my Tracy Spencer. Came deep, out with a song in the later 90s. Yeah. But you think about where we are now. Yeah. All the 90 babies almost 30. Um, uh, Shanice was looking for her. That's true. She was like, I haven't seen my friend. What, y'all know about my friend. So I see this video. That Tender Sha- kisses. There you go. Tracy, uh, Shanice and Tracy. And Tracy look good in this picture too. So, I mean, this uh, Instagram video, she said, I found my friend, Miss Tracy underscore official. I've been looking for Tracy for years. She's back, y'all. Thank you, Shanna 
Manga, Mang, whatever, uh, for connecting us. Today was the best day ever. Big things are coming. Big things are coming. Love you, sis. Well, listen, the internet is around to find your friends. Because <laughs> I don't know what, how I would have found my friends in, uh, if this wasn't the internet era and somebody disappeared. I'm like, God. You like- know, that's the one thing I feel like I miss about um, life. Like, not having social media. Like, you know how people, we have like a high school reunions and stuff like that. Yep. Like, what is the point, really? Y'all should just get on the Zoom. Listen, I've been getting us in one room together, yep. one space together. But like, I ain't been missing out on what y'all been doing with y'all lives. I do though, because I barely be, like my brother asked me. My brother brought up this. Uh, he said, "Yo, did you know wh- one of my uh, cousins, his uncle, is not related to me, had passed away?" And I talked to my brother yesterday, and I said, "Yeah, I saw it yesterday because I had to go on Facebook." Cause I was like, I never, and it was, it was one of the first things up there. So that's how I see it. I don't be no, and I'm, I tell my brother this all the time. He'd be like, oh, you see this son? I said, where would I've seen it? It's on Facebook. I said, fam, I'm not on Facebook. It's not on my phone. I don't have any social media apps other than threads, which is if threads don't get their shit together, as far as uh, a timeline where you can see the people you follow, she going to be dead too. They can brag about the hundred million, but it don't mean nothing. And the only reason Threads is on there, and I check from time to time, is because they don't have no website. Or if, if if they did, I just would have went to like Threads.net and logged in and, and seen if it, anything interesting was there. But I'm going, I'm slowly going back to things the way they used to be for me. I told Sarah, I was like, um, RSS feeds, right? I follow them because I need them for a podcast, obviously. But some of them bother me so much. Because they don't post news, right? Case case in point, let's take Drake for example. If you guys didn't know, Drake painted his toenails. I mean, his toenails, his, his fingernails, right? And that was a story. So here's here's this is how these blogs do it. Shade Room probably is guilty of this. The first story will be Drake paints to, uh, fingernails, right? The second story be reaction to Drake painting his fingernails. The third story is Drake's reaction to, I'm like, so three stories of a non-story because who cares that this man painted his fingernails, but you get to, you get three clicks out of it at least from running it. So I said, I want to go back to reading magazines. So I went onto my uh, Libby, my uh, library app. And the best thing about it is they have tons of magazines and they don't count against your borrowing limit. So I read an article about AI and music. I read an article about, um, I don't even read an article about AI using religion. Like there's church services playing around with chat GPT, the right sermons for them. And I thought like, that's wild. Uh, I read a, an article about, I'm reading an article about the, um, the uh, Real Housewives of Dubai lady, I can't remember her name, but she was on College Hill. They were doing an article about her and her entrepreneurship. And I thought, I have, I can't remember the last time I read a magazine. So I'm just sitting there, I was like, thank God they still make magazines. I got a couple of video game magazines. I was reading about NES developers and how they had to work on the Nintendo back in the day. And it was so much refreshing. I'm like, I, like, I want to go back to slow news. I want to go back to wait <laughs> because fast news is so much misinformation. I'd rather wait. Yeah, because people just want to be the first person to get their information out yeah, without and then really getting the facts. It was a couple of things that bothered me today that I saw. It was, and that the internet's really just built for you to react. I, I wonder if I can remember the second one. The first story was my friend applied for a job at a school district and had to do a drug test. And um, I do remember the second one. It's about FaceTime. If I forget, just remind me of FaceTime. And uh, they end up doing a pregnancy test. That's such a violation. And I thought to myself, what am I supposed to do with this information? One, you protected the school district. Two, it, what is, how, what's your friend's reaction to this? Is she taking any action? There was nothing. So then I look at like 731 comments. It's on subreddit. And they're all like, fuck this, blah, blah, this. Bitch. And I'm like, she gave you nothing. I'm like, why did you protect the school district? Because let's say you apply. At, let's say you apply for something at CPS. How the hell are they going to know it's you? you? They don't know you and me know each other. So why right. did you protect the school district? Made no right. sense. Another guy I saw, a similar story. It was 
So I was making reservations at a restaurant and I clicked on it. I clicked on the link to make reservations and it went to a FaceTime. Oh my God, I'm, I'm nervous. And I thought to myself, wait. So again, it was a bunch of comments like this is bullshit, blah, blah. And I said, wait a second. What restaurant would want FaceTime for reservations? One. Two, why are you protecting the restaurant? Let me see if it's real. I want to see if like, and three, back to the restaurant FaceTime. When you're taking reservations or any calls at a restaurant, the convenience of having a landline, because you're going to have to have a phone charged, it's got to be in a neutral place or whatever, and the person got to stand there. But having a landline, you can do other things. You can have the phone cutting over between your neck and hand a customer this. With a FaceTime, you got to sit there and stare at the other person for a reservation. That wouldn't make any sense. But nobody questioned it. They just went off and were pissed at it. And I'm like, let me get back to my magazines. All right. That's the episode, guys. <laughs> Y'all can have this world. <laughs> it's going to be me. I'm going to be I the only person. the whole world. I'm going to be one of those mall walkers. You ever, yeah, you worked at the mall because you see, I was like, I used to go to the mall when I worked at the mall. Uh, see the little mall walkers, little older people getting their little walk on. All right. That is the episode. You can tweet to me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. At Sexy Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. Instagram and Snapity chat at IMIS with the Z shell. Make sure you follow the website 1515. Why? Just some days it really clicking and other days it just does not. <laughs> <laughs> Check out all the podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, support on the Patreon. Oh, I wonder, I'm trying to figure out what to do on this, the next Patreon episode. I thought about um, controversial songs. So I don't know how familiar you are with Sexy Red. You know that song, Pound Town? I'm not familiar. Okay, so she got a song called Pound Town, and she talks about her pussy pink and her booty hole brown. And it's blowing up. Nicki Minaj jumped on the remix, and she got a lot of backlash because she was at a high school. And they were like, was she going to perform that song at a high school? That's a little too much, blah, blah. And I started thinking, what songs throughout history, and history being the 80s on, We I can't go back to... Like I be stroking and nothing like that. I'm not doing all that. Uh, what was controversial songs? Of course, like my neck, my back. Uh, I can yell. He's put it in my mouth. Tip your like songs that because we didn't have the internet didn't go as far. But our parents would have said, "What y'all doing? Listen to that. That is too much." Blah blah. So I thought about <laughs> that. Uh, what the hell? Oh, I gotta watch. What's the name? They cloned Tyrone with Jamie Fox, and I heard Jamie Fox is back at work. Uh, that was kind of quick. Um, he f- filming something for her MGM. That's a little bet MGM. Yeah. Uh, and he's being somebody. What you mean? Uh, like, like, like a Ray Charles. Like he's being. I can't think. Well, of he was supposed to be Mike Tyson a long time ago. And yeah, but no, it's somebody else. I just heard about this. Oh my lord! <laughs> like, I'm like, what do I Google to find this? So I read somebody was like, yeah, he's supposed to be doing such and such. Damn it. Damn it. I but I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. Well, Jamie Foxx could do anything. Is really what I said. <laughs> he's sure. so good. So I have his list. And this is from 2020, right? So it has Soul, he did that. Spider-Man 3, he did that. All-Star Weekend 2021, did that. Grow Tales. It's a film about Bob Logan. A family film, no. Uh, Day Shift, already seen that. They Clone Tyrone. Untitled Mike Tyson biopic. Dad Stop Embarrassing Me, which is a show with his daughter. When We Pray. What's this one about? It's a faith-based film. Tells the story of two brothers who became pastors at separate churches in the same community. One sibling turns his house of the Lord into a modernized high-tech congregation. The other sibling follows a more humble path. And then he got Spawn on here. I think he'd be good at Spawn. Beach Shazam Season 4, Project Power 2, question mark. And he got some producer credits, so couldn't find any biopics in there. All right. I wonder if you go by a stage name for so long that that's what you just used to going by. I went to go look because up his real name. Because who the hell is calling him Eric? Eric Bishop is a dope name, too, though. It is a dope name. 
is a good name, but like, he, who calls you Eric? Here's the thing, too. I, I, I looked up his Eric Marlin business, something like that. And I said, dang, you look like an Eric. But you look like no, Jamie. You got a good name. You got a good name. <laughs> you look you like got Jamie, a too. Good name. Yeah, I was like, how did that work? That's a good, strong name, too. Eric Marlin Bishop. Yeah. Like, like what? You was giving everything. You giving pasta. You giving, <laughs> like, you giving versatility with this name. And, but like, I'm like, I feel like the people who probably call you Eric is like your your parents. Yeah, and, you your know, going to be calling like, you Eric. But like, everybody else will call you Jamie. Who is calling you? <laughs> okay. And then the thing I thought about, too, was... Because his daughter, I think, is Corinne Fox. And I said, is mm-hmm. that her stage name? Or is did you legally change the name of Jean Fox? No, so her last name is Fox, too? I was confused. I, I'll ask you if she I She was born meeting. Corinne Marie Bishop. Okay, so she you know, got, got the M middle name, too. I see how you're doing it. All right. <laughs> Until next time, guys. I say peace, she says. Bye.